or the kingdom of light? Hello? It's either kingdom of dark or the kingdom of light. There's good or bad. There's, 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 there's evil and good. There's uh, the fresh water that flows out of a, a wonderful fountain. And then there's salt water. You know what I'm getting at? So there's different things when you look at it. So as we look at some things, we have to know that you have an enemy and he does not like you. I know a lot of us want to be liked by a lot of people, but you got something, somebody that does not like you, and his name is Satan, and he does not like you, and he looks at you, and he sees you probably differently than you see yourself, and then God looks at you, and he sees you probably different than you see yourself. But even I want us to be able to see ourselves as God sees us. I want you to be able to see your neighbor as God sees you. So turn to your neighbor and say, I see you. You're, you're, you're a son of God. You're a son of God. Yeah, you're right. You're a son of God. I want us to be able to see that. And we're in this shifting. We're in this changing. We're in this place where we're beginning to, to the, the veils are coming off. The blinders are being removed. Where we're changing our glasses and we're cleaning them a little bit and, and, or taking them totally off. And you're going to begin to see yourself the way God sees you. How many of you know God sees you in high definition? In fact, uh, I, I, he sees you in God definition. Let me put it that way. We might be able to define things in a higher way than what we normally see them or we normally talk about them, but God's way is the best way. God's way is the highest way. And God's way is the only way, all right? So let's take a look at some things because I want you to realize that we're going to, the first thing you've got to realize is if you don't know Christ, and here's what I'm going to teach you tonight. I want to teach you this so you can tell others. I may be looking around and everybody here born again. And, and if you're not born again, we can change that tonight. Can I get an amen? amen? So let's just say you guys are all born again. We're all born again believers. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you something that you can take to work tomorrow. We're going to give you something that you can begin to look at and say, wait a minute. I'm going to see myself differently. I'm going to see others that are believers differently and the biggest thing that we have to understand is that when I came to Christ, I had to turn from darkness to from darkness to light. And it was amazing, the song that you picked. I was like, you'll see in a minute that some of the songs that she picked, we didn't talk about them. She sent them to me. I didn't even, I, didn't, I don't go through and look at the verses and what's all in them. You know, I just let Tatum be led by the Spirit of God. And some of the scriptures, that first song, it was like, that's the scripture I'm preaching on tonight. Those are scriptures that I'm preaching on tonight. A lot of times you don't realize it, but we're singing songs with scripture. And some of you may. And some that come in that have no idea of the things of God or don't understand the culture of the church or anything like that that's going on, they may not know, but that stuff gets in them. And it gets in them, and things have to change. So we're going we're gonna to take a look at Acts chapter 26, verse 18. And that's where I told you to turn? Let's look at verse 18. He says, I'm telling you to turn from darkness to light. In Acts 26, 18, it says to open their eyes that they may turn from darkness to light and from the dominion of Satan to God and that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who have been sanctified by faith in me. So when we're looking at this, we know that our eyes have to be to where we can see. So when I was in darkness... When I was without God, how many of you know God is light? And darkness is the absence of light, so darkness is the absence of 
God. doesn't mean that God can't be with you in a dark place. Come on, somebody. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about when I was in darkness, then what, I, when, what happened is when I came to Christ, I actually came into the light. How about you? You did the same thing. You may not realize it or understand the way it was. But the scriptures tell us that, that we don't want to remain in darkness. And that's the biggest thing is I don't want to remain in darkness. I don't want to be uh, dark, have dark knowledge. I want to have light knowledge. See, some people can have more degrees behind their name than a thermometer, and they can have dark knowledge. But you can have light knowledge and not have a degree behind your name. Come on, somebody. Or you can have more degrees behind your name than a thermometer, and you can have light knowledge, and that's for the glory of God. Can I get an amen? So turn to your neighbor and say, I'm a son of light. Tell your other neighbor, I'm a son of light. Okay, it's okay if we just get in the Bible tonight. We're going to just going to kind of do some cruising. I used to cruise when I was a kid. We used to cruise up and down a, a strip. We're just going to cru- cruise up and down the Scriptures. Amen? John chapter 3, or St. John, if you... John chapter 3. I want to look at... I'm going to have Angela read verses 19 through 21. 19 through 21. John chapter 3. Let me get there. Verses 19, 20, and 21. This is the judgment that the light has come into the world, and men love the darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and does not come to the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But he who practices the truth comes to the light so that his deeds may be manifested as having been wrought in God. But everyone who practices the truth comes to the light. Come to the light. You ever heard, you know, when when people die and they're like, did you see the light? Yeah, I saw the light. I want to go to the light. I'm going to go to the light. I don't know. I don't know about all that. But I I know that I've not experienced that, in other words. But I know that there's, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, those of us that are believers. And it's going to be light. It's not going to be dark. So, you know, I guess, you know, if you, you say, go to the light, I mean, I'm going to the light, man. I, if I see the light, I'm going to go to the light, amen? I want to be able to get to that. Look at John chapter 12. Just flip right over to John chapter 12. And I want to look at, I'm just going to read verse 46. I'll read verse 46. So if I'm giving you scriptures that you don't have, I'll, I'll read those, okay? Um, John chapter 12, verse 46. Everybody there say, I'm there. It says, I have come as light into the world so that just a few people who believe in me may not remain in darkness. <laughs> Some people looked at it and was like, is that what your Bible says? What does your Bible say? Everyone. Everyone or all. I've come as a light. Jesus was talking here and he said, I've come as a light into the world so that everyone believes in me will not remain in darkness. Oh, that's a good place to say hallelujah. Whoever comes to me will not or believes in me will not remain in darkness. I don't know about you, but when I became to when I came to Christ, you know, there were some things in my life that I realized that were still dark and I still had to get them into the light. Can I get an amen? See, we go through this process. We go through this transition. We go through this metamorphosis, Romans 12, 2. There's some things that are changing. But when Jesus said, when you believe in him, he doesn't want to leave you in the dark. 
He doesn't want to leave you not knowing. He doesn't want to leave you. In fact, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He doesn't want to leave you in a dark closet. He doesn't want to leave you without. He doesn't want to leave you in lack. Come on, somebody. He doesn't want to leave you down. He wants to bring you up. He wants to place your feet on a solid rock. Are you with me? He wants to bring you into that light. He wants to give you into that light, bring you into that light, because in the light there's revelation. We talked about wisdom tonight. We talked about wisdom, vision tonight, that we sang that. And it was like, where's my vision? I want this vision, this vision, this vision, this vision, this vision, this vision. I want to be able to see the light, don't you? Gershom, can we turn all the lights off in this place? Just totally pitch dark. Can we do that? I guess, except for the projectors. No, no. They, may, they take a while to boot back up. Is it a little bit dark? Can some of y'all see me? Can you see how many fingers I'm holding up? So would, you, would it be safe to say that even though there is some light, we're still in darkness? Okay, can you go ahead and bring us up full light? Can you guys see me? Can you see how many fingers I'm holding up? So when the truth of God's word comes into our life, it will illuminate some things. And I'm not saying this to put you down if there's issues in your life because there is darkness in us. But just because there's darkness in us, it doesn't define on who you are. Just because there's darkness in us, the darkness doesn't define who you are. Remember we talked about, you know, serving God as a son. And when we serve God as a son, we serve him because of who dad is to us and not because what he can do for us. See, there's a lot of people that will serve dad only for what they can get from us, from him. There's a lot of times that we only give to get. So we give, we tithe, we give offerings, bountiful offerings, whatever it might be. We may give, and there's nothing wrong with expecting something in return, but if it doesn't come back the way you wanted it to come back, there are some things that you aren't even seeing. Because he says, give and it shall be what? Given back to you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over, that he'll cause what? Men to give into your bosom. So there's times where when we look at this thing, when, when, when there's darkness, even in me, if there's darkness in me, it doesn't define who I am. If I've got some issues in my life that I want God to now begin to put his high def camera on and show me those things, and he's illuminating those things and showing me those things, and he's not showing them to put me down. He's not showing them to say you're just a dirty, rotten thing or whatever it might be. He's showing us those things to say, look, let's get that into the light. Because when we walk in the light as he is in the light, and we'll get into some scriptures here in a minute, and we'll talk about that, then we can step out of that darkness. So don't remain in the darkness. There's others you can say, look, when they're walking around and they don't know Christ, they are in the dark. I don't care if, there's, if it's noonday and they're standing on top of a mountain and the sun is shining. They're in the dark. 
There's a lot of dark people around. They're in darkness. They're not in light. So he says, I have come into the light, into the world, and everyone who believes in me will not remain in darkness. Let's go go back to John chapter 8. You're at 12. Let's go back over to chapter 8. Look at a couple other scriptures. I want you to walk in the light. Say, walk in the light. Tell somebody, walk in the light. Walk in the light. I want you to walk in the light. I want you to walk in the light. John chapter 8, let's let's go to verse 12, and then we're going to go to 1 John. If you can find that, I got one of these little Bibles with these little tab things. really works. Really good. John chapter 8, verse 12. Angela? Then Jesus again spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. Ooh, read it one more time. Then Jesus again spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. This was right after he had an adulterous woman brought to him. And they said, what are you going to do? And he said, he is without sin, throw the first stone. (laughs) You reckon he was shining some light on some stuff? Jesus has a great way to be able to do that stuff. God has a wonderful way. The Spirit of God will speak to you, and there'll be wonderful ways that he'll do that. He'll just kind of say, you know, if you're without sin, you cast the first stone. You're like, okay. I think I won't. I'll see you. And the Bible says they left. They left. And he looked at her. He didn't condemn her, but he did say this. I do not condemn you either. It's like, where are they at? Well, they didn't condemn you. I'm not going to condemn you either. But he said, go and what? Everybody? He said, go and don't do it again. Don't do it again. Just go and don't do it again. Then he starts teaching that I'm the light. I'm the light of the world. And if you follow me, that you're not going to walk in darkness. If I follow him, I'm not going to walk in darkness. If I follow him and I step into a pothole, I'm still in the light. Oh, are you getting this? Sometimes I didn't see the pothole because I might have been following him and I was looking up and I never looked down. And I stepped in some stuff. First John chapter 1. Let's look at verses... Uh, Four through seven. First John chapter one. Let's look at verses four through seven. And I put them up there so you can. Um, I guess Kevin's got them up there, so you can so you can write them down and you can also read them later. These things we write so that our joy may be made complete. This is the message we have heard from him and announced to you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. I love that number seven. But if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. There is unity in this scripture. 
that we come together as brothers and sisters, and, and if we walk in the light as He is in the light, I'm going to walk in the light as He is in the light. I'm going to be in the light as He is in the light. And, and you can look through the New Testament, and you can say, in Christ all things are possible. There's times where we're in Him. We're in Him. In Him we move and breathe and have our being. If we're in the light, then He, uh, he is the light. And if we're in the light, then we're in Him. Can you get this? If we're in the light, if he's in the light, he is the light, and we're in the light, then we're within him. And it says the blood of Jesus, his son, God's only son, cleanses us from all sin. I should say his only begotten son because we're sons of God. See, a lot of times people aren't going to tell you you're a son of God. They'll tell you you're a a son of other things. You know what? But you are a son of God. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm a son of God. Tell your neighbors that you're a son of God. And not only you're a son of God, but you're a son in the light. You're a son of light. So first of all, though, I want you to know what happens. And what we saw earlier when we brought the lights down, what happened to the darkness when the lights came up? Yeah. Did the dark overtake the light or did the light overtake the dark? So check this out. So really, light excels darkness. Light excels darkness. Look at Ecclesiastes 2.13. I thought it was the same thing too, expels, but it's not. It excels. So I thought, that's got to be wrong. That's a misquote. Well, let's look at the scripture. Ecclesiastes 2.13. It says, I saw that wisdom excels folly and light excels darkness. Now let's look at the word excel. You want us to look at the word excel? Let's take a look at the word excel. The word excel literally comes, uh, it's a Hebrew word, euthron or yithron. And here's what it means. I got it on the next slide here, Kevin. Stay with me, please. Um, It literally means preeminence. It literally means gain. The wisdom gains more than folly. Are you with me? I'll break this down for you. So light can gain more than dark. Light is preeminent over dark. Are you with me? The same way he was talking about in Ecclesiastes, that that wisdom is preeminent over folly. Say excel. So light excels the dark. The King James, it said it was better. The light's better than the dark. The light is more excellent than the dark. That's, these, are, these are definitions of it. You can go back and look it up. And the light is more profit or profitable than the dark. So we want to be in the light as he is in the light because the light, can I put it this way? The light is just flat better than the dark. Amen. <laughs> it's a whole lot better to be in the light than it is to be in the dark. I'd rather be in the light and walk in the light because he is in the light and he's in the light, but the light exposes all things and you sees all things. But it doesn't matter. I'd still rather be in the light because it's better than being in the dark. And when I die, I better be in the light than not in the dark so I know where I'm going. Hallelujah. So the, so the word excels, that's what it literally means. So how many of you, you want wisdom over folly? Yeah, me too. I want, I want light over dark. I began to start thinking about that, and I was like, Lord, give me an example. How about a, how about a car? How about a $120,000 V8, uh, four, I don't know. What, is, what, are NASCAR, what are NASCAR's 
uh, the V8s, you know, what do they run? What do they run? Are they pushing 600 horsepower, 500 horsepower? Eight or 900 horsepower. How about, how about one of them cars when it starts up, it shakes the building. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, now that's a car. Now, that's, that's the light. Let's just say that's the light. Here's the car. That's the light. It's a NASCAR car. And when you give it gas, boom, 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 and then fire comes out of the side of it. You know what I'm Anybody ever watched a NASCAR race or anything? I mean, I mean, that's it, man. That's it. I've been there. I've gone down front, right down there, and there's, a, there's a, the fence, and they come by, and they come by, you know, and you know what happens if you've ever been down there? If you've not been down there, you, you get rubber on your face. Anybody been to a NASCAR race that sat down front and got rubber on their face? My sister had a, uh, like a white shirt like yours. She had a, a white coat on, and we were sitting on, on one of the curves. It was turn three, and it was, in, um, it was in Rockingham in North Carolina. Turn three, and the, the stands were filled up, so they put us on the bank, and it was in the grass. And we were at turn three, and the cars would come by. And we were there, you know, and we were cheering on everything else. And I was looking at Lori, and I was, Lori, your shirt's got black stuff all over it. It was literally the rubber coming off their tires. So that's the light. Say the light. Okay, now here's the dark. You ever seen the little girl on the tricycle? I should, I, the Lord just gave this to me this afternoon. Otherwise, I'd have probably, if I had enough time, I'd have probably get some video and run some pictures and stuff. But you ever seen a, think of it this way. Think of, think of just the little girl. On the tricycle. Well, maybe. I'm not calling the girl dark because y'all be going out there. You just call the little girl dark. The, the little girl on the tricycle or just the tricycle with nobody on it. <laughs> Except for it has this little. Yeah. Who said that? Bell, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, that's sweet. All I know is that that car would excel more than that tricycle. Are you with me? You guys are going to be going tonight. You're going to be laying in bed, and the Lord's going to show you that NASCAR thing. And then he's going to show you that little, little tricycle. So he says, he says if it's preeminent over it, if it gains over it, if it's better than that, if it's more excellent than that, if it's more profitable or can profit more than that, it's like a car versus a tricycle. I don't know about you, but I'd rather be in the car than the trike. I'd rather be in the car than the trike. Because I'm going to get where I need to go in the car. Come on, can you get me? And I, then I will in that trike, amen? Maybe I should have got us a, a, a bunch of cars. That would be cool. Huh? Little NASCAR cars. We could just <laughs> drive everywhere we want to. I'd be in trouble, Terry. I think I'd be ticketed by the time I got out of here. But what we look at ourselves is a lot of times we look at ourselves on that tricycle. And we look at ourselves as the son of the dark instead of the son of the light. Say, I'm a son of light. So let's look at some scriptures because I know you guys are always wanting me to prove some stuff to you. And say, where is it in the word? And I'm glad I heard that. Ephesians chapter 5. Let's look at the truth. God's truth in high definition is you are a son of light. Let me say that again. God's truth in high definition is you are a son of light, not a son of dark. Can I get an amen? amen. Okay, Ephesians chapter 5. Let's look at verses 8 
and 9. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 8. I'm almost there. Everybody there say amen. Anybody not say I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Ephesians chapter 5. Why didn't I mark this before I got up here? Go ahead, Angela. Oh, here it is. I'll read this. For if you were formerly darkness, how many was there? You were formerly darkness. I was the tricycle. You were formerly darkness, but now you're semi-dark? Semi-light? Light. You are light in the Lord. And what's he say to do? Walk as children of light. Verse 9 says, For the fruit of light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Goodness, righteousness, and truth. You were formerly in darkness, and now you're in the light. I used to be over there, but now I'm over here. I used to be... I'm going to get me one of them, honey. <laughs> but I really enjoy it over here. It's really fun over here. Don't I look pretty cool over here? I mean, I believe a NASCAR could just go, and then that tricycle would just go. Say, I'm a son in the light. Come on, you're a son in the light. You're in the light. You're in the light. You're not in the dark. You're in the light. There may be something, even though there may be some dark in there, you are still, your identity is still high death, and that identity says you're a son in the light. Are you with me? Okay, I'll prove it to you. First, first Thessalonians. Uh, chapter 5. Okay. Verse 4, he says, You, brethren, are not in darkness, that they would overtake you like a thief. For you are all sons of light. For you are all, all. <laughs> I don't know who it was. They were talking about the word all. They looked, I looked it up in the Greek. I looked it up in the Hebrew, and all means all. You are all sons of light. And sons of the day, we are not of night nor of darkness. Say, I'm a son of light. Say, I'm a son of light. Okay, that's only two scriptures. I'm going to have Angela read us a couple more. Go to John chapter 12, because I want to be like a courtroom lawyer. You know, we're just kind of laying it down, laying it down, laying it down. And by the time you get done, you're going to just go out of here and go, you know what? There might be some dark stuff in me, but I'm still a son of light. There might be some stuff I'm working on, but I'm still a son of light. There might be some things that the enemy's still trying to get me or get me fall back into, but I'm still a son of light. John chapter 12, verse 36. While you have the light, believe in the light so that you may become sons of light. Ooh, I'm a, say, I'm a son of light. Okay, 1 Thessalonians, I probably should have told you to stick your finger there. I apologize. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. We read it again, but I want to have you read it again. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, that the day would overtake you like a thief. 
For you are all sons of light and sons of day. We are not of night nor of darkness. Okay, Philippians chapter 2. Chapter 2, verse 15. So that you will prove yourselves to be blameless and innocent, children of God above reproach in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you appear as lights in the world. You're a light. 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 I'm a light, 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 I'm a light. I'm a light because my dad's a light. My dad's a light, my brother Jesus is a light. Come on, somebody. I'm a light because he's in the light. And when he's a light and I'm in the light and I'm in him, then all things are possible to him that believe. Can I get an amen? Say, I'm a son of light. Come on, tell two people I'm a son of light. And then... Then turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 2. And no, 1 Peter chapter 2, I did not tell Tatum that I was going to preach this message and use this scripture. But the whole time I was looking at that and I was reading that, and I was thinking, I'm a chosen race. I'm a chosen generation. I'm a chosen race. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a chosen. Does this sound like the son of light here? Check it out. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 through 11 says, but you, you, who's he talking to? Peter's talking to believers. He's talking to believers at the time that this was written. He's talking to you. This is still for believers then. It's still for believers today. He said, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, people for God's own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Marvelous light. He's called me out of darkness. He's called me. He's called me out of darkness and into his marvelous light. For you were not a people, but now you are. Now you are. Now you are. Come on, everybody. It's up there for you. It's in capital letters. Now you are the people of God. You had not received mercy. When I was in the dark, I didn't have the mercy of God. I didn't have the grace of God in my life. I didn't have the things that I should have in the light. He said, you didn't have mercy. Now you got mercy. Woo, hallelujah. You might not have been able to give mercy. Well, you couldn't give what you didn't have. So don't expect somebody that's not in the light to be able to have mercy on you because they don't have it to give. But when you become in the light, when you're in the light, in the light, when you're in the light, then you have received mercy. I have the mercy of God on my life, hallelujah. And it just gets me all excited to think, praise the Lord, I got the mercy of God in my life. Hallelujah. Can you, can, you leave that, can you leave that last scripture up, please? You are, you are, will you play for me? You are this scripture. If we could impart something within you, you are a son of light. The Bible says that we're citizens in the kingdom. We're citizens. We are ambassadors. We are a chosen generation, a chosen race, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. That's who you are. You're royalty. 
And we've been talking about it, we've been talking about it, and we've been talking about it. And I began to look at this, I was like, man, I'm a chosen race. I am a royal priesthood. He he was talking about you, 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 you. And see, when God shines his high death, when it really begins to look at it, who you are, you're not a dirty, rotten worm. You're not, you're a sinner. You're, You're not a dirty, rotten sinner. You're a scoundrel. You're an all this other, you're not those things. The Bible tells me when I come in Christ, the old has passed away and the new has come. Come on, I was once in darkness, but now I'm in his light. And we've got to say, look, that's you. Outside of Christ, you're a dirty, rotten, nothing to work, and all this other stuff. You're a worm just crawling along the ground, just, you know, worth nothing and everything else. But you are made in God's image. You were made in God's likeness because likeness, there's something wrong with that theology. When it says you're no good and you're rotten, that's you outside of God. But when you come into God, you are made in his image. You were created in his image, and God doesn't create junk. Can I get an amen? amen. Say, I'm a chosen race. Come on, say, I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation. What? How can I be a holy nation? How can I be a chosen race, a chosen generation? How can I be a royal priesthood, a holy nation? He says, for you are people for God's own possession. Who do you belong to? Who do you belong to? It's not a trick question. Who do you belong to? I belong to him. I don't belong to the devil. I belong to him. I used to belong to the devil. But when I came to him, the old has passed away and the new has come. But wait a minute. I had to change my mindset. I had to change my thinking. I had to change my ideas of who I was. You're not what somebody else told you. Your fifth grade teacher or your your college professor told you you would never amount to nothing. You are not that. You are made in his image and you are made in his likeness. And he loves you no matter where you're at and what you're going through. You are a, a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. You are a person chosen by God. I'm a chosen one. I'm a chosen one. He says, we are people of God. Say, I'm a people of God. High death, what are you looking at? Are you seeing those things? Or are you, all you're seeing is what you should have done, could have done, would have done, wish you'd have done. You didn't have mercy. And now you have received mercy. Say, I'm a child of God. I'm a son of the light. I'm a holy nation. A royal priesthood. Come on. A chosen race. I'm special. I'm anointed. I'm I'm appointed. I'm chosen. I'm in the people of God. I'm in the family of God. See, there's only, there's either, it's either dark or light. You're either in the family of the dark or you're in the family of the light. You in the NASCAR? <laughs> you, in, you in the race car or, or the tricycle? That's who you are. That's who you are, Shalom. That's who you are. 
It doesn't matter what anybody has said about you that was negative and wrong. That's who you are. He says, we are in the light. That there's darkness. God wants to dispel the darkness. So if there's any darkness in me, I want it gone. I want it gone. I don't want, I don't want to carry around that darkness. But even if there's darkness in me today, that's not who I am. I'm not from the dark. I am from the light. I am in the light no matter what's going on in my life, in my heart. Until God can move those things out and continue to shine that light on there, I am in the light. And he loves me because I'm in the light. Hallelujah. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Come on, come on. Who are you? According to that scripture, who are you? You're a people of God. I'm a people of God. I'm a people of God. How come you can forgive? Because I'm a people of God. How can you have faith? Because I'm a people of God. How can you love when you don't feel loved? Because I'm a people of God. How can you overcome because I'm a people of God? How can you conquer because I'm a people of God? How can you step out of the dark and into the light because I'm a people of God? How can you get knocked down and get back up because I'm a people of God? How can you learn to help others that maybe aren't even helping themselves because we're a people of God? That's what they need. They need to see you're a people of God. I'm a people of God. I'm a royalty. Ah, yeah. That doesn't mean you walk around like a chicken with your head sticking up in a banny rooster or something. You know what I mean? But you are a people of God. You've got to look at yourself and say, when am I a people of God? Favor is on your life. Say, I have favor. You have favor because you're a people of God. I don't know if I deserve it. You deserve it because you belong to him. You belong to him. You deserve favor. You belong to him. You deserve favor. I'm telling you, favor is coming. God is releasing favor. He's already releasing favor. Favor is already on its way. And some of you, it's already there. It's showing up. There it is. There it is. There it is. You know why? It's because you're a chosen race, a holy nation, a royal priesthood. You are a people of God. You, used, you didn't have no mercy, and now you got some mercy. You were lost, but now you're found. You were out, but now you're in. You were down, but now you're up. You were, you were thinking about some stuff, and God says, no, you're going to think about him now. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. That's a good time to clap, say hallelujah or something, you know, because that's who you are. That's who you are. I want to shift your mindset this year. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Take the scripture and begin to meditate on it. We sing about it. We sing about it. We sing about it. And we sing about it this, this morning or tonight when we were singing. I was like, that's my scripture. I'm a people of God. Let's just, just stand to our feet and let's just pray as we go today. You belong to God then you're a son of light. We turn from darkness to light. How can you can repent because you're a son of God, you're a son of light? How can you forgive? How can you love? How can you extend mercy? How can you be kind? How can you be gentle? Because you're a son of light.
Let's just pray. Just close your eyes just a moment. Tonight, God, we are who you say we are. You shine your light upon us. Light dispel, dispels, excels the darkness. Light overcomes anything that's dark, even within us or tries to come within us. You just take that light and shine it on there. Shine it for us to see. I'm not asking the Lord to just shine his light for all everybody else to see, but he'll shine it for you to see. We're going to walk in his anointing. We're going to walk in his power. We're going to walk in his, his might. We're going to walk in his wisdom. We're going to walk in his revelation. We're going to walk in his vision. Because we're made in his image. We created in his likeness. Now, God, I'm asking you to let us see in high depth of who we actually are. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen.